rise, beautiful soul. I am your host, Dr. Shamika Harris. I am a coach specializing in personal development. My goal is to encourage women to explore, understand, and love every aspect of their being. This podcast integrates my knowledge and experience in counseling psychology, spirituality, and holistic practices to inspire our souls to rise and self-actualize. Good morning. (laughs) This is Shamika. Thank you for joining me this morning. Um, I am currently in Malaga, Spain. And I'm here with the cold, but that's okay. (laughs) As you know, we are in the season of transformation. And a major aspect of transformation is death. Here in Malaga, Dia de los Muertes, or Celebration of the Dead, is a major holiday. I can appreciate the celebration here as I understand the power of honoring our ancestors and expressing gratitude for the individuals who took the time to assist me on my journey in this life before they departed. I'm coming to learn and accept that the greatest gift of love we can give is so priceless. And that gift is time. Consider the last time you spent looking into the eyes of someone you loved. Hugging someone who felt discouraged or taking the time to reassure a friend loved one or a child of their worthiness. I think that when we depart this earth or when we <laughs> depart this room, those are the moments our friends and family will remember. I don't think, you know, they necessarily remember the gifts we sent, the car we drove or the house we lived in and um, how much money we made each year especially when I think about the transition of my mother and my other ancestors um, I rarely think about the gifts or physical material items they left I spent a great deal of time considering the time they invested into my self-development and that was love and I appreciate that death (laughs) reminds us to live and in this realm a great part of living requires change and transformation so currently we are in the sign of Scorpio and this energy is one of power transformation and rebirth when the sun and to me the sun just basically represents our current consciousness or current ego state is in scorpio we're challenged to give thought to aspects of the self 
We need to transform so that we can give birth to a new being. For me, I'm discarding older elements of myself to give birth to something new. And I'm transforming other aspects of my soul, which will aid in my maturity. Consciously or unconsciously, we're all undergoing a transformation at this time. So let's be intentional so we can garner the results we desire. The transformation we are undergoing is occurring primarily in our soul and the best place to start is in the mind. 80% of what I'm releasing are thoughts that no longer benefit me and so I'm returning to a text that greatly aided me in understanding the power of my thoughts and emotions. I'm starting my morning meditation over the next 16 days with William Atkinson's Thought Vibration Series. I'm going to read a short synopsis of the text and then I'm going to follow with a couple of questions for reflection. Maybe you will find this helpful uh, as this podcast is my auditory offering to the listener as an expression of my gratitude for your presence in this time and space. Part one, the law of attraction in the thought world. The universe is governed by law, one great law. Its manifestations are multiform, but viewed from the ultimate, there is but one law. We are familiar with some of its manifestations, but are almost totally ignorant of certain others. Still, we are learning a little more every day. The veil is being gradually lifted. We speak learnedly of the law of gravitation, but ignore that equally wonderful manifestation, the law of attraction in the thought world. We are familiar with that wonderful manifestation of law, which draws and holds together the atoms of which matter is composed. We recognize the power of the law that attracts bodies to the earth, holds the circling worlds in their places. But we close our eyes to the mighty law that draws to us the things we desire or fear that makes or mars our lives. When we come to see that thought is a force, a manifestation of energy, having a magnet-like power of attraction, we will begin to understand the why and wherefore of many things that have heretofore seemed dark to us. There is no study that will so well repay the student for his time and trouble as the study of the workings of this mighty law of the world of thought the law of attraction. When we think, we send out vibrations of a fine ethereal substance, which are as real as the vibrations manifesting light, heat, electricity, magnetism. These vibrations are not evident to our five senses. It's no proof that they do not exist. A powerful magnet will send out vibrations and exert a force sufficient to attract to itself a piece of steel weighing a hundred pounds, but we can neither see, taste, smell, hear, nor feel the mighty force. These thought vibrations likewise cannot be seen, taste, smell, heard, nor felt in the ordinary way. 
Although it is true, there are on record cases of persons peculiarly sensitive to psychic impressions who have perceived powerful thought waves. And many of us can testify that we have distinctly felt the thought vibrations of others, both while in the presence of the sender and at a distance. Telepathy and its kindred phenomena are not idle dreams. We often hear repeated the well-known statement, thoughts are things, and we say these words over without consciously realizing just what is the meaning of the statement. Because if we fully comprehended the truth of the statement and the natural consequences of the truth back of it, we should understand many things which have appeared dark to us and we would be able to use the wonderful power, thought force, just as we use any other manifestation of energy. We are sending out thoughts of greater or less intensity all the time, and we are reaping the results of such thoughts. Not only do our thought waves influence ourselves and others, but they have a drawing power. They attract to us the thoughts of others, things, circumstances, people, luck, in accord with the character of the thought uppermost in our minds. Thoughts of love will attract to us the love of others. Circumstances and surroundings in accord with the thought, people who are of like thought, thoughts of anger, hate, envy, malice, and jealousy will draw to us the foul brood of kindred thoughts emanating from the minds of others. Circumstances in which we will be called upon to manifest these vile thoughts and we will receive them in turn from others, people who will manifest in harmony, and so on. A strong thought or a thought long continued will make us the center of attraction for the corresponding thought waves of others. Like attracts like in the thought world. The man or woman who is filled with love sees love on all sides and attracts the love of others. The man with hate in his heart gets all the hate that he can stand. The man who thinks fight generally runs up against all the fight he wants before he gets through. And so it goes. Each person gets what he calls for over the wireless telegraphy of the mind. The man who rises in the morning feeling grumpy usually manages to have the whole family in the same mood before the breakfast is over. And a nagging woman generally finds enough to gratify her nagging propensity during the day. This matter of thought attraction is a serious one. Because when you stop to think of it, you'll see that a man really makes his own surroundings, although he blames others for it. I have known people who understood this law to hold a positive, calm thought and be absolutely unaffected by the inharmony surrounding them. They were like the vessel from which the oil had been poured on the troubled waters. They rested safely and calmly while the tempest raged around them. One is not at the mercy of the fitful storms of thought after he has learned the workings of the law. Okay, so here are a couple of 
questions I have for reflection for this morning's meditation. Consider your emotions after you ponder a negative thought versus a positive thought. (laughs) When you ruminate on negativity, how does it feel in your body? Think about your your heart rate, um, your head, just different parts of your body. When you think on and meditate on negativity, what sensations are arising in your body? How do you feel emotionally? Contrary, when you give thought and concentration to something that is positive, how does your body feel? What are the sensations you feel in your body now when you concentrate on something positive? And how do you feel? Another question to think about are what are the subsequent experiences? When you sit and ponder on something negative for a time, what have been some of the experiences that occurred afterwards? And how did you react to those experiences? I could think about a morning where I started my morning with the intention of um, being positive. So I did my morning meditation and things of that nature. And when I went out that morning, someone stepped on my foot <laughs> and apologized. And I was like, oh, that's okay. And the incident occurred and I just went along with my day. I can also think about a time where I did not start my morning in the correct frame of mind and an incident of that nature happened and the person apologized, but my mind went off into some other thoughts, (laughs) okay? You know what, she meant to do that. And see, people like that, they always think that they can do things like this and just, you know, they just disregard other people. Yeah, it just went to a really, you know, negative place. So just give some time and think about that when you have made the intention or you've been unconscious about ruminating in negativity, what have been the subsequent experiences that occurred afterwards? And then how, what was your reaction? And then the final question is, you know, what have you attracted into your life over the past month, three months, six months, nine months? And before those experiences appeared in your life, what thoughts were you thinking? I can speak to this on both sides. I have, honestly, (laughs) over the past nine months, I had been thinking, uh, I have attracted fear into my life. And that was an emotion I had not experienced in the last three years. So it was a it was very foreign to me and I made the mistake of dwelling. I kept thinking I had those thoughts. But before the fear appeared in my life, I had I had those I had been thinking about something negative. I had been I had those what ifs and trying to plan for certain things and all I was doing was was attracting negative experiences into my life. Contrarily, right, I have this year been purposefully working on taking my own self-worth to another level and and focusing on those thoughts. um, Love appeared in my life and is in my life. 
and it's an experience that has been truly transformational for me. But before he appeared, I was already sending out certain thoughts. So for yourself, let's just think about the past three months, six months, nine months, this year. What experiences are in our life right now? Some that we may want and those that are less desirable. But before those experiences appeared, what were we thinking? What were our thoughts? So I want to say thank you for joining me this morning. And remember that today we are choosing thoughts to create the life we desire. It is your right to experience good health, love, and wealth because you deserve it. And you are worthy, my friend. Have a good morning. Thank you.